0: Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. Today we get to talk some more about new stories. And that's for 5D mystics. Those of us who are open to knowing that the ancients knew some things. They didn't know all things. And that to always look to the past as if it knows more uh, is a skewed way of seeing things. And that's where the trauma component for today is not going to be discussed too much, but we do at times focus a little bit more on the human element and how trauma memory is basically coming up during ascension moments. As I was also trying to spell out for a lot of our episodes, the people who are inclined to be functional adults are going to be those who have a relationship with their emotional plane. They know the intimate journey of being a human, and it is in the awareness of us having what are called potential trauma charges, and that we don't need to be told how to lead ourselves to expansion of consciousness. And on that note, relationships, they are amazing, though, because when you get to meet different types of people and the versions of those individuals who are limited in their awareness of how by holding on to ancient texts, as if those ancient texts know more about the present or the future, is the illusion that the past has to know more because it existed as a starting point. The starting point is not the unfolding of anything in its entirety. This is the, the number one, if you ask, again, 5D mystic, my subjective mystic opinion. And anytime I'm hearing individuals talk about our ego and self and brain as if it is a limiting agent, that's, that's the number one area of defective eyesight is when you think of your own structure as being able to be something that does not speak to the truth. We've read about this. We've read about it. I know I've read about it. I've shared with you all this one neuroscience guy who was saying, oh, neuroscience shows there is no self or I forget what it was that he was posing his hypotheses the way he was posing it, the reason this stands out is because right prior to seeing this article, I had watched the interview of another neuroscientist, Patrick McNamara, and a bunch more that instead are talking about the self, they're talking about, yes, that infinite sphere of consciousness, but because they're grounded in being human, they're not using ancient texts in a way of, here's my subject matter expert on a pedestal. I'm going to put divinity, essentially, this is, this is the difference. So some people, they put on a pedestal ancient texts because that is the one thing that existed from today to yesterday to say, here's what's in the unknown. Here's what you can expect once you die. Mm, No, not really. I mean, they're all hypotheses and they all, if you really look closely, say the same fucking thing. So if you're a genius and then you're going to figure out if they all say the fucking same thing, well then. Uh, we all are basically meaningless and then again not. And that's where I really have giggles inside of me, of course. I'm sharing right now infinite. It's infinite. That's the point. But if you look at it from afar and you see where it leads you, it always leads you to the same exact spot. Now that's for some of us and that's my point. A 5D mystic or functional adult is not going to minimize the beauty and wonder of life they're also not going to put on a pedestal the ancients or, by the way, the lovely little sciences people. And yes, they're little because some of them, they're really, really, really tiny. Yes, they, they, I'm not even, thank you Kali for coming on by. Come on in Shiva. I'm going to be in my wise adult self right now instead of going down the teenage path with three-year-old who's all about Krishna Lila and the fun of being a human. Okay, so... For d mystics, they're doing the whole, we're armored and prophets and anointed and we are the angels falling. Yeah, I, I mean, seriously, I, I did not think they'd take it this far. I have to say, I have to say, I was kind of taken, not off guard because, you know, the, the fact is a lot of people seem to not really take themselves seriously. So they don't know how to harness their own emotional 3 year old and uh, that's where, let me get back to trying to make a, a bigger, more impactful presentation for my lovely regular listeners. So the ancients don't know more than the sciences. And the sciences don't know more than the ancients. And any human being who wants to think of one group of subject matters knowing more than another is not in a 5D mystic or functional adult plane. If they were, then they would know how to stay in the flexible, adaptive, coherent. Coherent means that you are resilient, energized. That also means that you're a person who has a consistent charge because you know how to navigate life with joy, your ventral state. And then the part about stable, you are reliable. So when I say yes, I mean it. When I say no, I mean it. If I say maybe, I'm probably going to say you know what? no. And when someone wants to point out, mm, don't you think that's you controlling your area territory? Yes, that's exactly my point. I, I'm in my own... <laughs> body and I can control my own peripheral view Hmm, that's not me limiting myself that's me making a conscious choice that I will not take a leap of faith if my body says no now you can consider it however you may wish external person you're not my body you're not my story you're not me okay and on that note when you're an adult this also means though you're open-eared Right? So what does this mean? It means you say yes, I understand what you're proposing when you bring to me ancients and stories and limitations and that left mode of the brain which you got from your neuroscience dude who gave you the here our ancients are in pedestals you have no self you in it you don't exist. Okay, if you did not exist as a piece of expanding consciousness, you cannot and will not contribute to this plane of possibilities because you don't have the capacity to use your left and right mode in the presence of standing tall with whatever subjective thoughts, emotions, experiences, and outlines. So it's, it's a how much do you want to be here enriching your own existence as a piece of secondary consciousness which you can use your name and disengage from thinking With the ancient texts which describe things in a way because they don't know about our attachment system. And they don't know about the neuroscience information from the good neuroscience ones who are looking at us from the, I'm not an ancient text person, I'm a human science person. And I'm looking at the brain like a machine and I'm studying it and I'm learning what parts work and how it works. And I'm bringing in new information. And I'm using my sciences, mathematics to explain it. And that doesn't mean that I have to cancel ancient texts. But it also means that I can prove and show things that ancient stories cannot. Who wants a story? Let's think about that. The only people who want a story are the same people who are not okay with there being no story to the fact that you and I are people who are breathing which would mean that, yes, you and I mean nothing, and it's okay, this is the part, humanly speaking, we're not nothingness in this pit of, oh my gosh, I need to be something, because the attachment system of a person who's a functional adult does not have a broken three-year-old heart. It is, I'm aware, I'm a human, I'm going to have a brain, I actually have one, that is going to protect me, it is not my enemy, and nor is my body. Actually, It's smarter than I am. And guess what? The consciousness that is in the infinite plane is all of us. But it's also none of us. And the reality is if you're busy trying to figure out the meaning of life from that plane or taking away the meaning of it, you still haven't filled in the gap with simply put Shiva and made peace with the aspect of unknown and leaving it at that. That, yes, you will be potentially, quote-unquote, pointless. And that's the whole point of why you want to make the best of the 24 hours you got. The people who are able to live full, enriched with pointless are the people who have found the beauty in being alive as a person and rejoicing of the mundane. And knowing that mediocre is not an actual word that means shit to us. Mediocre is not the same way as when you're a child trying to Prove yourself to yourself if you're a self-agent or prove yourself to others if you're a person who needs to bond or you're wanting certainty. There's many different ways I can explore the concepts for today. Dealing with any type of emotional charge is number one. Very easy for a person who has self-esteem, which means I'm not superior in fear to you and no matter what subject matter you bring me, I don't give two shits. And that's not me being rude. It's me being a piece of consciousness. (laughs) And me being a piece of consciousness is like you being a piece of consciousness. And the fact that I don't look up at you, yeah, that's because I'm looking straight at you. And if you're leading with the ancient text and I still see that you think I need to look up to someone, you, you haven't understood what it means to be a piece of, again, expanding consciousness, which is why what I am always humored by is anyone who puts, again, spirituality on a pedestal. You have not married or embodied any of the nothingness of Shiva land. If you ask a person who says, huh, so you have not figured out that everyone knows nothing and everything. And so again, the feeling of all are special, all are equal, all are unique. This is the absence of you actually, um, what's the word, expressing who you are with the illusion or desire to get those thumbs up or thumbs down that an attachment system is inclined to be looking for, as you are, all of us are, present with our zero, one-year-old attachment system of our human being rate, according to updated information. And obviously I'm the one who's connecting those dots. So the trauma experts they don't talk about attachment system in this way, but I'm here as a 5D mystic sharing the difference in this instance with how and why we don't put any text on pedestals and how easy it is to move beyond spirituality and actually yes be in the whole Shiva land because dark matter and dark energy is how the world apparently is going to end and that's okay with me I don't need to know more and in fact having Claire's and being a person who taps into the sphere again it's a beautiful beautiful experience and more always that doesn't make the ancients truer than the sciences. No. I know that my brain is going to always allow me to make sense of something, and that energy and every person is an embodiment of a bunch of different lives. Whatever, you know, there's so many different ways we can talk about it, but that doesn't make the ancient little rule book any truer in the scale of one plus one equals two when you're trying to figure things out. And on that note, when we have the word new stories. This is what I am actually looking to bring together in time is that we don't need to use the ancient stories as truths. These are pieces of information that explain things that today some are explainable with these sciences. And when I look at Patrick McNamara, for example, And then when I bring to the picture also what I've learned with Daniel Siegel on dissociative identity disorder for now, hopefully they will change that, but also borderline personality from my other course with NICBM on trauma. Okay, when I use those pieces of updated information, they are trauma researchers, attachment researchers. These are people who know what it means to be human, they have been working at their research and as good therapists for more than 50 years. Physicians, therapists, I forget all their titles. But their story is not a story, it's data. They have people. And we're made of the same embodied brain. Now, 4D and people who choose ancient texts, they want to use stories. When I use the word Krishna, Lila, Shiva and Kali, it's because it embodies the essence of an emotional way that you can feel life. So I'm using words not because of the stories they represent. It describes if you have a relationship with your body, your human being body, the sensations, not touching yourself. Excuse me, I need to specify. No, the actual sensations that come up. So 5D mystics are people who have the ability and desire to be their integrated brain their left and right mode and our left does not lie to us this interpretation of your left mode chit chatter lying to you the the whole way they use the word what is it manipulate people you know they there's the ancients the people who pre, they, they oh, my subject matter expert is the ancients okay with consciousness it's only the ancients okay people. <laughs> We're in the present. You need to stop living like an ancient with a story, but you are treating it as a person who's venerating, meaning, ah. Oh. Okay, so when I speak that I personally have moved beyond spirituality, it is not it is not in the absence of having a relationship with the energy sphere. We can call it Holy Spirit. We can call it, you can call it all the words you want. This is the point. I try to actually not use words and just use energy because that is what it is. That there is a preciousness within the word that said guru uses is grace. But again, I have moved beyond spirituality with my clear experiences. And I see neuroscience explaining when they study the brains of people who enter the flow state, which is what we enter when we're channeling, when we are harnessing our own relationship to this space, and somebody comes to you for a consult, the Kashuk records, a tarot card reading, this is consult material, although people do not in any way, shape, or form so far that I've noticed, but that's the part. They're not my lovely community of people who are coming to me because they want to do personal development. They are coming out of curiosity because they're curious of the mystic plane, And so they want to know where they come from. They're just having fun. It's entertainment for them. It's not entertainment for me. It's something that is an honor. Anytime I get to do any of what is involving the sphere of energy, it's an honor. But again, I can move beyond this word because it's not actually anything except for my mind's eye sharing information with another person. It would be a Big honor if they would make use of it, but this is the part of where people are not intrigued to become more of their energetic self because they're creating an abstract idea of it when they're relating the word consciousness still with ancient texts as if it's divinity. Now, when Sadhguru gets asked by, I forget who it was, one of the Harvard interviews way back when, or whenever, what year it was, someone asked him, who would you say is a divinity or divine or deity in the Western world? And he says, Darwin, because he leaves room for human beings to grow. Okay. Today, he has not been asked that same question anymore. And at this point, he is on his own journey to support people. And he is a guru. He's spirituality. I love seeing how many people he is supporting. But if I need to add to that list of people who are deities, as he pointed out, Darwin, because he leaves room for people to expand, well then, I have Basil Vandercook to add to that list. I have Daniel Siegel to add to that list. I have Patrick McNamara. I have Sabine, whatever her last name is. It's too complicated for me to pronounce, but. I have plenty of people that I can put in that list and that actually explain why you and I, no human being gets possessed by a demon or a devil. And the part about them not having enough of that empirical data added up yet, it's just because the neuroscience community isn't always working with the attachment and mental health community because they're not working together. I really wish that, Patrick McNamara would get together with Daniel Siegel and maybe even Bezel Vanderkoek, but definitely with Daniel Siegel because from the child parts work, which was more than just child parts, but when they got to talk to me, as I learned in my course that I am almost done with about DID being healable and the memory barriers and the consciousness barriers that were protecting the lady, I forget her name, because of course there was too much emotional charge the parts didn't know about each other until they finally were able to the, the body of the person and the mind was able to sustain all that would come forth and i haven't watched a documentary that i need to really watch at a certain point um in this next couple weeks or whatnot but that's something that to be continued so long story short what i see with all that i've learned from bezel van der kolk daniel siegel Peter Levine, Patrick McNamara, and his religious self. And I like him way more than these other two neuroscience people that basically put the biblical text, one and the other spirituality text, uh, on a pedestal and keep saying, you don't have a self. You don't have a self. Uh, We do have a self. If you are expanding consciousness and you have a purpose, your purpose is not going to be something abstract. The part that people don't understand (laughs) is that if you find your soul's purpose it's your human being purpose you are living through a human being vessel the the, this distortion of consistently continuing to lead with one or the other okay so here's where I'm sharing new stories this is not something provable I'm not even trying because I don't need to prove it I'm here to say and share because I'm a mystic And because I'm somebody who supports personal development, what I have seen and what I can see and what I can share from, again, my subjective experience. So let's go back to the brain and let's recognize that it is a tool that is anticipatory. And as we have understood this, it means it always looks out to keep you safe. So you're going to have a predominant emotion of fear. And I was evaluating something beautiful with a with a new professional that I encountered who's amazing. They're a professional within the sphere that supports people with back stuff. And you all know I, I was updating you with that. So this is a beautiful, beautiful connection. And they have connections with people who are doing something about emotional biology. He gave me names. I need to look them up. And they're involved, all of him and his colleagues within the realm of, also mysticism, and they are on the same wavelength as Peter Levine, but they don't know about Peter Levine, which is interesting. But then again, internationally, people don't work always together, unfortunately. So there's that, okay? So people who are within these spheres and fields, they're so focused, rightly so, on their subjects that they don't bring together different pieces. And then, like I said, when they're dominating, not Peter Levine, actually Peter Levine is a lot more practical and his gift to humanity is somatic experiencing and everything he shares in fact as i said i will put into the book of the deities next to darwin because darwin is like oh the ancients what we have as updated is peter levine daniel siegel and buzzer van van der kolk bezel now the other contributors they're helping the field of psychology and this is depending on where they have influence for now america no, Italy, Italy is so backwards. It's not even funny. I don't even know what to say about Italy. And, and this is why this, this human being, I was like, you know, if you're interested, I'm a marketer. Let me share with you some aspects. But as always, when people begin to put information such as spirituality on a pedestal, you're already limiting where you're headed. You just told me that you have a dominant favorite out of what is material. And that means you have a skewed view. You're not actually allowing yourself to tap into using your human being brain because you're defining it as something that is manipulating you and lying to you with the same words that that other dude, the neuroscience people who are putting on pedestals religion and spirituality, versus understanding that the self is a composite of you. You are a person and you have yes memory in your body, and your left mode is what's going to translate it to you. If you consider the left mode of your brain as a liar, you're not going to learn shit about you, and you're not going to embrace and enrich your human life experience. Okay, so on that note, as I was saying, when you can bring together that people will protect themselves from their own emotions, that's step one. If you can be emotional with yourself and know you have six basic emotions as a human, they come up, they mean something, and you don't talk to yourself about your brain being a liar to you, but you do understand the difference between you coming up with a thought. Okay, so when people ruminate or when people are um, creating a story, how can I explain this one? You have to have the awareness of your thoughts and your emotions if you want to be aware of you. Then there's the other layer of are you allowing yourself to be aware if what others are saying about that and how your how is your body? Is your body at ease or is your body tense? Okay, so on that note, it's hilarious because I got asked by this person about sleep, and I was like, I have a lot, I have a great sleep. (laughs) And Then at a certain point, they were like, well, you have to have some problem. You came here to me. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'd say it's a problem, but (laughs) I have back pain. But so long story short, it's humorous to see that some people don't take it very well when a person is doing well. And as always, it's understandable because if you're translating that thinking and you being a person who wants to organize yourself is a mechanism of control, you're thinking of something in a way that is taking away the one power that you have as a person who embodies your own self, people. You have control over how you navigate your life. The only way you're navigating it is when you're thinking with your chit-chatter and the sensations that arise. If you don't know that, you're never going to get to know you. Once you know you, you know what you are leading with and what you care about and where you're going. There's no questions about you. So I use my name. My name is Maria. I know. And anytime I discover something new, it's usually through one of those means that involves letting my body release some emotion, right? Okay, so you all know about my demo with uh, lovely doctor, Albert Wong, and the little bit of trauma memory with fear, right? So we all have those charge parts that we talked about, the zero one. Can you imagine all of that memory coming up at once? This is going to be terror, people. Okay, so people don't really think about the fact that we are energy, we are, we are sensations. I do. So to me, it's not abnormal that my body can host abundance of fear, Because I know myself and I am a worry warts and I am a person who doesn't like the unknown. Why would I like the unknown people? Why would I want to walk into a dark room? I'm, I'm not stupid. You can go and be stupid. I don't want to be stupid. I like to breathe. Okay, so when you have no problemo with being a person who wants to take care of yourself and that involves your physical safety, it is not because you're afraid of opening yourself up to life, even though, of course, with a ease state, we can notice that opening up yourself to new experiences involves you actually doing it. Okay. So hopefully this has made sense, especially if there's any new listeners. And when you're good with being yourself, which means I don't give a shit of how many times you tell me you need to take a leap of faith. If I don't want to, I won't. And you telling it to me ain't going to change my mind. And there's a very big difference if I'm a grown-up who knows that my brain is being worked by me, and so are my thoughts, and so is my connection, and that, yeah, I don't actually need your approval, your permission, I'm not here for that. So dominance of yourself involves you being a grown-up when you can address when people are presenting to you equations that they disagree with, if you will or that they find different than yours. And this doesn't involve this new individual that I was talking about. This is now we're just chit-chatting, okay? We're, we're interacting with different types of pieces of information. Okay, so one, new stories. Do not use ancient texts of any sort to say, oh, the ancients are right. You yourself and your brain, if you're always trying to control... No, it needs to be a more in-depth conversation. It's do you know your charged states can you handle all emotions that arise how well do you sleep and that is where no some of us don't have problems we have emotions it's different and we have a relationship with them okay so let me share the person what they mentioned, which I'm very intrigued by and interested, is something that I have already seen, but not the same. What I like theirs, their stuff is about biology. So it sounds a lot like what Peter Levine does with somatic experiencing, but they're not psychologists. They're focused on biology and emotions. And I've seen that biologist talk about it, okay? So here's where we all know about miracles. In the 4D plane, they talk about it and your divinity and you can heal, da-da-da, okay? But this is a more scientific approach, which is what I like, because this is the future. While integrating our past is great, it is by dismantling, not because we don't need to believe in, but this is the point. If we are educated and we are learning, there is nothing wrong with dismantling something and creating basically a reformulation of it, which is, this is a story. This is how this explained these concepts that our ancestors didn't know about because we did not have technology that could explain things. We did not have researchers. We did not have books. Why do we have to compete? Why are people competing with belief systems which are invisible and information that academics do research on. We have those who are limited in consciousness, that's a different topic, meaning the ones who dismantle, and that's, I'm not even going to get into that one right now, because that's when people are basically defective with being a human, and so they say humanity is defective. And they keep talking about our brain as it's defective. My brain is not defective. My brain protects me. And nobody's going to touch my brain. You know, this is the part. Don't you touch me. Okay? So on that note, the part about being an anticipatory organ, it's protecting you. The part about control, that's if you are a person who is in a pattern of either dysfunction, you're in the shame, blame, fault, or maybe revenge you're in a three-year-old with a teenager that isn't friends with yourself, you don't know anything about you, you do compulsive activity, that's how you entertain yourself, okay, You, you don't sleep well, you have worries, you're living survival mode, there's so many ways that I can describe, in fact, when this control thing is in place, but it isn't all people, it's some people, and some people, they don't believe in anything spirituality related, and they are equal to a flow state, because they know how to have an integrated brain, because they're a whole human being. And so that trauma memory, some people don't have a trauma memory like that, but like I was trying to get to, we all have those charged parts, okay? So let me use me as the example. As this person described to me what they have as a possibility, I'm curious, intrigued, and might want to go for it. And it made me think of those breathing workshops, which I'm not interested in those ones at all, actually. Um, But I do know they're beneficial. However, as a person who's been learning about everything related to mental health, the good way, and as a person who knows what it means to be a person, if something comes up, I'm going to have not only the emotion, but then I'm going to have time to see it unfold, because that's how it works. <laughs> the, the part about the magic wand and wishful thinking, I, I I really don't even know how to equate that one with people. When I when I see anyone saying, Oh, why personal development? Oh, I'm done with it. I want to live life. You're living life every day. Personal development is every day. Working with your emotions is every day. Okay. Uh, back to fear and the predominant emotion of it and making sense with our lovely, a bit of neuroscience, a bit of those concepts from the spirituality group. So they talk about the neuroscience people. When we're in a state of flow, selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, richness, right? Okay. When you're entering a flow state, you can do that for creativity and a lot more. But imagine that you are unfolding the body's memory and all of those charged parts, again, they're part of it. It's gradual so that it does not overwhelm you. Let's put to the side when people want to talk about the gurus from yesterday, please, because they represent a group that did a journey for a reason. Here we're talking about, and I am particularly talking about, enlightenment the human way. Okay, so 5D mystics, five defunctional adults, oneness consciousness, people who want to live their life and make an impact as their self, whole three-year-old heart. We all have it. We all have the possibility to be it. Doesn't mean that you will consider your emotional stuff, trauma, memory. This is where I'm coming in with this because some of us are aware of emotions being a dominant factor in our life. We're not afraid of our emotions. We know that they are deep and that they're part of our journey. And fear, as I was trying to get to, is a smart emotion because it is one that accompanies us to keep us physically safe, safe. okay? So I'm not, I'm not angry at my fear. Thank you, fear, for being here. And I don't need any person outside of me to tell me how to be in life. So the minute someone wants to talk about don't be afraid, I'm thinking, you do realize we live under the sky, right? <laughs> so I know that from one day to the next, while I'm walking, something hits me in the fucking head. You can walk around without the awareness of it. I know that I love this one thing. It's called life, and I'm okay with me maybe being a little bit tense or or whatever. It doesn't matter, right? This is the part, being aware of yourself and then working with what works for you. With awareness comes the freedom of you being your own guide. With people around you and them being in different places comes the ability to enrich yourself and life. So having a person, for example, a professional that introduced me to something new, it's very interesting. It's very profound. The fact is, my body immediately was like, uh-huh, I don't know about this. Hmm, feels really like it would be intense. Cause I'm I'm imagining for me personally, who knows how much of the freeze response could come up. Because again, our zero, one year old, it's not gonna be, it won't be like, oh, what a joy ride. No, I'm pretty sure that that's not something. Joyful. It's not painful or suffering either. Every time you meet someone who thinks that it has to be equated to this. And you know what really gets me is, is the ability for someone to always want to twist it and say, well, that's you just trying to hide the truth. No, it's called me having a perspective and wanting to work with myself to present it in a way that is comfortable. You can go and present your, your subjective life experience however you want. Not accepting that people want to use different words to express their feelings, again, is human-splaining for people who are owners of their differentiated self. I differentiate and link. I don't come to you to tell you how to talk to me about your life. Don't come to me and tell me how to talk about my life. Even if you are 99.9% of the herd, I don't give a shit. I'm not here to get your thumbs up. The point about being an independent attachment system and societal system is the ability to respectfully engage in communication with others and be at ease with yourself while knowing you are saying your thoughts and I'm great, (laughs) great, great, thank you. They're not truth. Are you done? This is the look. I learned how not to give a look because the point is anytime somebody's human-splaining me, they're actually now not boring me necessarily, but they all have the same story. It gets kind of old. It's like 10 stories. They're all old. They're all old. They're all boring. They all repeat the same sentences. I'm waiting for something new to hit me in the face. And I'm thinking, wow, where is it? I actually do know where it is. And it's a about the wow of life. Daniel Siegel, Bezer Vandekolk, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine. They know the wow of life. Well, they know about the poor people that don't have the wow in life but they're contributing to share how we can support all to heal their trauma, those who want to. Here's the other part when people want to dominate with their spiritual texts is they don't actually understand process of emotional regulation and window of tolerance. So here's the other part. While I know my body can sustain anything that arises, I mean, I handle those lovely, not-so-lovely panic attacks, pure fear, so I know I can handle stuff that comes up, but I wonder about those intense workshops because of learning from good educators. And so what I know is that people who go and do those breathing workshops, if they don't have a person that follows them afterwards or they're not aware of their self and then they don't dominate with, I'm going to unconsciously love myself, I'm going to treat myself in a way of allowing me to... If they don't have faith in their self, humanity, and life, how are they going to handle what comes up afterwards? So here's all the questions that my mind poses for people who do anything with individuals who say, oh, I'm going to free you from all this emotional stuff. I'm going to heal you, whatever it is. It's possible. I'm thinking, okay, so what next? Because your journey is not over. And if you can't handle it, you might end up re-traumatizing yourself, meaning, yes, you get freed up of all that energy, but then you go and live out, uh, I don't know, a, uh, for example, codependent relationship because you don't actually expand. And um, it's not a good or bad thing. It's a thing. But emotions that arise, what I personally know is that it's beautiful when a person understands they're part of, one, your life of now, So here's where for me, for example, with this scenario that I was giving you all, the professional subject matter expert who puts spirituality on a pedestal like anybody else that I've met before, until you move beyond spirituality, they're always like, oh, here's, look at that, shiny, shiny, shiny. Um, so they get it, but they don't get it. And they start criticizing our human being brain, which is the minute that I know. Okay, well, you're criticizing your own left brain. You don't have a friend with yours. i brain and I are cool. <laughs> we're good. We don't, we don't want to do anything that we're not okay with as a unison unit, Cause that's the whole point. My body and my brain, it's an embodied brain. And I have my own divine masculine and feminine working out with Dharma pretty good. And that karma stuff is pretty different. Okay. So Again, we all will know our own story. If you're grown-up about it, you present it with fun, and you share it, and when you are a 5D mystic enlightenment soul age-group functional adult, you know that there's infinite human consciousness potential. You're not criticizing humanity every inch of the way. You're not sounding like a broken record. Because all people who are limiting humanity, they sound like a fucking broken record. That's all I can say from this end of the spectrum. And any time I just nod my head because that's the point. It's annoying to have to hear the broken record because I'm thinking, uh, you think you're defective. I don't think I'm defective, nor is my brain defective. I actually enjoy that. It keeps me safe and I like to work with, again, what, what life gives me. So the part about having the ability to say life is about exploration, yeah, Everybody says that with what they're comfortable exploring. Let's wait till we find what they don't want to explore and why. Okay, so on that note, this is why people really could learn about the fact that we all take steps in a way that leads to comfort and security and stability and emotions. In order for you to process all of them, it's gradual. That way you're not overwhelmed. And as I was saying, the beauty of these types of workshops, they're all different. It is that stuff can be released. But once it's released, that's where you have opened up yourself to a lot of space to do more. And essentially, um, for some, how am I going to explain this one? Uh, I don't want to say it's pointless, but there's no need to rush for some people. For other people, what I would say is probably this is beneficial because it can get rid of charged stuff that is unneeded. But whenever I've seen people do anything that they don't embody, once they, they don't embo- so if you don't embody being a person and understand that those emotions, they're not something negative, the charges, it's part of the process of your body and your brain. It's part of life. It doesn't need to have a good or bad. And this is the part about it being pointless, but it's not pointless because it gives you a sense. Sensations are part of your journey. They don't have to have a meaning in the spirituality or the divinity. They don't have to have a story to it. The part about not having to have a story, again, I bring in the word Shiva, no thingness the ability to feel love for yourself and humanity and to know that it doesn't have to mean something, but that humanly speaking, anything that you are encountering means something, but only if you're also enjoying yourself emotionally and mentally and physically, of course, but so there's a lot of different areas that we are going to explore with these episodes. The news stories, however, don't put subject matter experts, anyone, on a pedestal. And we've been doing that all of our episodes in the first place, but this one is really wanting to hone in these episodes on news stories and on on just talking about how ancients do not prevail over sciences. Sciences do not prevail over ancients. When people are in limited consciousness, this does not mean they're stupid and that they won't move beyond it. No, but they're limiting the expression of consciousness by enclosing it into little boxes They don't have all the pieces of their information, nor do I, but I know some boxes and I can bring them together and see the value behind all of them together and the value in a process called take it slow, take it easy when it comes to yourself. When it comes to relationships, that's, for example, a different story. It's more of put things in perspective by realizing that um, if a person becomes inconsistent in time, they probably have an attachment wound and more. Okay, And and that, yes, there are people who are not getting healed at all, and and unfortunately they they have motives that are not nice. And this is sad because we can get them good help, but they need to want the help. Uh, And we have ancient silverbacks and ancients who keep wanting to talk about the devil versus about trauma and attachment and how all people are healable if they want to work on it. But it's hard... Because they have trauma memory, which is really, really painful and scary as fuck. This is the part. So I had that sliver of trauma memory come up with fear. You all know this. I remember it. It was very uncomfortable. It was even, well, pure fear was the most uncomfortable, more than the panic attacks. But that trauma memory was poking in a specific way that I had heard described by the trauma expert, special van der And uh, Ruth Lanius, the torn apart. Ruth Lanius is who came to mind immediately because she did a gesture with her hands where people who have self-loathing and self-disgust, they're like torn, like from the midsection. Like she just did this thing. I was like, oh my gosh. And in the chest as well. And that trauma memory for me was a little poke from there. So I know that this description is okay for you all because no person's body will actually activate their they won't be, a person's body protects the person, Then that's why some people don't move out of states of consciousness, because they have a process, and it begins with the person who owns that body, to make a choice to lead their own life, or to instead lead their shame cycle, and remember my experience with the person who chose to lead with their shame cycle and then I got to see them three years after and they were armored in I literally felt this armor around this person and then at a certain point I found out about people armoring themselves in when they use the dark sides of neuroplasticity and basically shut themselves into I forget how they explain it but this is a human being that I know and I'll never forget I was like what the hell this is a person you're not here though you're not anyone that i knew and 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 that's just heartbreaking <laughs> the heartbreaking part is they have people and these people they they have education they're not morons but they're toxic patriarchal ancient people and you know the the whole story which won't ever necessarily be completely shared it's one of those um you just, you wouldn't believe it. You know, that's why some things you just won't believe. But it's not in a bad way. It's in a way of how we are always connected. So I am sad for this person. Although they probably don't even think twice about any anything. Not None of those individuals, you know, they're, they're, they're good. They're living like the movies, you know. They don't know any different. But I know that that person armored themselves shut And that they didn't have to, they had a choice. I was a choice point, but they chose their pattern. Because the choice point was, I'm not going to support you, but you need to see what you're doing. Because you obviously are not a happy person for being here and doing this stuff. You're not happy with what you've created. They chose to keep what they were creating to match and meet society, daddy, daddy. This in this case, no, Daddy, Mommy, and you better bet Daddy is going to make sure you're whipped up in shape. Let me make sure that I am going to be in some way, shape, or form better and successful and meet the demands of the man of the household and become the man. So, yeah, it's uh, something that on the external no one would know any different when you see people. Only those of us who have a relationship in a way, of the inner world actually recognize the difference. And that involves the good therapist people, by the way. But, like I was saying, a body will protect the host. The armor protects the person from themselves because that's how much they feel that they have failed. Because that infant was an actual infant. And that three-year-old was a three-year-old. And so transgenerational trauma, cultural trauma, uh, people who yell at people, they don't help people. So let's move into new stories. And while I don't want to end on a sad note, what we can know is that there are a lot of great people out there supporting people who want to move into their functional adult to work with the emotional plane. It isn't hard for some of us and those... Who it's not hard for, are the ones who can move into wholeness and then present to others the opportunity as well. That's the ancient story. We look at them with the knowledge that you're human, I'm a human, we can work it out, we can work together. And if not, it's okay. We, we learn how to say no thank you and how to take it like a grown up if you get uh, basically, you know, uh, there's many different ways. I'm a solo poly people, so you can only imagine, besides the mystic stuff, uh, what you get to encounter, and also the part about not uh, putting on pedestals anything that is in belief system land, or any land for that matter. Oh, I got plenty of people like, oh, how dare you insult the news, really? <laughs> oh, I'm not insulting it, I'm just saying it means shit to me. Oh, that person? Yeah, they mean shit as Oh, that? Yeah. No, it's not that. I don't mean shit either. Does nobody? Yeah, nobody. uh you... You're such a rude person. Well, I guess so. I'm just a piece of consciousness that doesn't find anyone better than you or I. I would say we all contribute. And if you don't like that, I'm so sorry for you, I guess. I don't know why you're making a big deal out of somebody's perspective. But hey, you know, let me not be the one who points out your rigidity. Shall I move on with my life? Yes, I think I will. Okay, and on that note, again, nobody is on a pedestal. Not me, not you, not anyone in the air. (laughs) And, and you know, I always wondered about my clairs, And the more I move forward in my enlightenment functional adult 5D mystic land, the more I'm like, yes, now I know. I knew it was for a reason. I just didn't think it would be this fun. And I can't wait to get my lovely 5D mystics together, by the way, because the 5D mystics, we are woo-woo, but we also know about empirical data, so we don't do the flat earthers, Please. And we do not put the ancients in the forefront. No, we put the sciences in the forefront. So we connect the dots of, huh, wait a minute, that one really, as I was saying, some things that are coming are really, really great. Like this thing that I need to find out more about from this human being, very awesome human being. And uh, I would say that for Italy, it's a positive if they actually expand whatever it is they're doing. And while also, of course, spirituality is important, That is where people, unfortunately, because of stories, they put uh, spiritual bypassing in the forefront, and that's why we just make sure to say, "Mm, stories are not more important than data, data is not more important than stories, nothing's more important than anything, it's your interpretation, my interpretation, you can keep moving forward however you want to, in the meantime, can we go on with life? So when you are focused on expanding your consciousness, becoming the version of yourself that you, as a person, want to be heart body, value body, energy body, physical body, mental body, you can be your adult self. Being able to know whatever it is that your dominant trait is, it's always going to involve being able to make sense of something for your body wants to feel safe. So until you have a trust within the dynamic so in this case professionally as i explained to this human being as they wanted to go ahead and you know do some movements i'm like i don't i don't trust people to move my, my body like that because i'm very protective and and that's the minute they're like but that means you're afraid of experiences shouldn't you be open i'm like yes but i need to know if you're going to do well by me, because, you know, there's professionals who don't do well, and I've heard of horror stories, and my body is very important to me, so I don't know you, (laughs) and I don't know what you're going to do, and this is the part of where, well, some people are immediately open to being, uh, yeah, I don't even know how to, how to say this one, but All I'm going to say is my body and I get to choose. And if I want to double check your credentials, that's because I care about me. And because there are professionals who work, but they don't care about what they do. If they did, they'd be thorough. And this is from whether it be sciences or spirituality. You always will know those who care because they're thorough. And then you'll know those who care, but they're not as thorough but you'll know those who make a difference because they are part of an equation that is moving with the times. okay? And so mediocre, it's not a bad word. I mean it in the best way. We're all mediocre because we're all people. We all make a difference. And those who are excellence, well, the only excellence will be when I meet a person who's able to immediately, here's what we can do to solve the air shit, the environment shit, the food shit, Take me to that person, and I'll be like, you're excellent. One person. They have to be one, all solo, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. So that's, uh, you know, something. In the meantime, we have those who are bringing in new information in a way of saying, here's how we can help all. So healing trauma, we can help as many people as possible to live heaven in their body because of being able to meet people who, in relationships, care about each other. Understand what the word trauma memory is. Understand that it's a process, personal development. You becoming yourself. The people who have a challenging time, we leave them a minute. That's what the in-betweens are for. Because the in-betweens support the pseudo-aliveness of those who live within the ancient texts and da-da-da-da-da. It isn't better or worse. They just decide to stay within those planes. And that is something that as long as they respect the law, and here is why we have a system, So long story short, being a lovely human being is what every person can be. Some people do not understand their emotional plane or their mental plane or their physical plane. Some of us do. And because of that, we understand that the brain is an anticipatory organ because it protects you. You are the host of it. You can become a whole three-year-old heart and have fun with people as an adult That doesn't mean you're going to be in the absence of the other emotions. No, the point is we have all of those emotions. And whatever is still stored, if it wants to rise, it will find an opportunity. And it will always be in the best way possible if you're a person who takes it step by step with knowingness of yourself, trust your own body. And if it says no, you listen to you and you take it slow. This is the one thing that I see people disregarding because they do. Oh, my peers, they all doing it. I'm going to jump. No, no, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to stay over here. Take it slow. It's your journey to live life from your fullness in the first place. So your heart, your emotions, and your relationships. Let's bring together new stories. Be compassionate and kind. We'll be back again with more.